You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AMs the morning buzz with Karen Audula. And the nominees have been announced for the 12th annual UBCP slash Actra Awards honoring excellence in film, television, and new media. And we are speaking to Asia Matu, voiceover artist and actress. She's been nominated for Best Voice Performance for a performance in the show Deepa and Anoop. Asia, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Well, thank you for having me, Karen. It's, it's- great I'm, I'm excited to talk i am super excited because i always thought voiceover is like some of the coolest art forms out there so first off i'm going to start how did you get into this i you know it's weird i stumbled into it i, I never grew, grew up wanting to be an actor like i never thought like oh like this is what i want to do um like never one of those kids i was like i put on plays and everybody needs to sit down and watch me not saying that that's a bad thing but i just never had that personality and then shortly after high school I was like going to SFU, majoring in psychology. And then I don't know, I just wanted to do something creative on the side. So then I started taking part time voiceover classes. And it just kind of snowballed from there. Uh, And then I was as I was kind of progressing in my learning in that field. Yeah, I, I just was like, well, let me just take a stab at this. Like, there's no harm. The worst thing is it doesn't work out. And then, you know, I I go off and I do something else. So as I just kind of progressed, more things started to come up. I, you know, I started booking roles. I got an agent and more things are coming up. And I thought, okay, no, I'm just going to keep on this train until it derails at some point, or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. And so. Yeah, no, that's really cool. And do you find, especially like in like voiceover, are there like a lot of opportunities? And I think especially like, I think voiceover is always interesting because it's all about what comes out of the voice. Like it's nothing to do right. like when you're in a film and they're looking for a certain look, like, do you find there's just so many opportunities out there? I, what I really love about voiceover is exactly that. It's like you can be anything, and really the limit is your imagination. Your imagination. I've played animals. I feel like I've played more creaturey characters than I've had humans, which is just kind of fun. And you don't, yeah, you don't have to wear the prosthetics or anything, you know. But still, you do have to go through the character work of like, you know, who is this character? How do they serve the scene? How old are they? Right? Because then that'll change where I place the, you know, if they're if they're an older character and I kind of do something like this, um, where I make them sound a little older, I, I kind of do something with my mouth to make that like they have dentures in their, in their teeth, dearie. Um, or if they're a little boy, like we have the Simpsons, uh, Bart Simpson is played, um, is played by a woman. Um, so sometimes, you know, you add a little bit of rub. If they're really young, they can kind of sound like this. Or if you want to make them sound a little older, a little too cool for school, you can kind of bring it down. And so, yeah, I just kind of go through that process of kind of figuring out, like, you know, who is this character and how do I want them to sound? And you just saw, even though nobody else can see, like, I didn't I didn't put on any, any costumes for those things. I just kind of just jumped on into it. Oh, my God, that was so impressive. I felt like I just met, like, multiple people at the same time. And you just, <laughs> like, you did it with just, like, the smallest movements in your mouth. And I think that's what is so cool because, like you said, you could literally be anything you want to be. In yeah. fact, I saw your video when you were doing like the Pixar movies and you were recreating them. I can't tell you like oh, the <laughs> I can't tell you the joy that brought me cuz thought it was so fun and you sounded exactly like, you know, the random things you were reenacting. I think there was like an abu, there were seagulls in there. Yeah. Like it was just such a range of things so I thought that was really awesome and I actually want to talk about even the prep that goes into it right because I think for a lot of us outside of it we look at it and go like okay well you're in a studio you read a script but like what really goes into it like what's the work like no you know what that's a, that's a solid question because I think a lot of people think and we hear it from a lot of you know no shade to a <laughs> um, actors 
But we do hear where it's like, oh, man, it's so cool. I just walk into my PJs. I just say a couple lines and I'm out. Well, that's great because they're being paid to be them. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is paid to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Like, they're not, you know, shifting. There are uh, character stuff that they do, obviously, right? You know, you can't just, like, blandly do a, a scene. But for those that work in cartoons and, and shows that are on Netflix or on cable television, yeah, like, you know, we'll, we'll get a script. Like I said, we'll look at the age and everything. And a lot of it, yeah, just kind of comes through all the diff- different vocal ranges. I teach kids at um, on the mic, uh, which is a, a school near like Powell in Columbia. And I kind of say, yeah, there's about like about seven different voice placements. And they're like Lego blocks. Like you just kind of take them. And you can mix and match them. You can build a little tower. You can take it apart and, and build something else. But there is a lot more to it than just walking in and, and just kind of, you can do your own voice. That's the thing. You can actually make a lot of money just kind of doing just your own voice. But then the acting choices is where that comes into play. Like, just like this. Like, I, I can be, hey, like, you know, we're talking right now. Super cool, super laid back. But if I just want to be like, I don't know, I don't really want to talk to you right now, Mungiran. Like, really? Like, that's <laughs> why, like, so you, you, by changing my attitude, those are two different characters now, right? And then when you start adding like a layer over here or a layer over there, you can be multiple people with just your one voice. It just depends on the acting choices. And then, yeah, and then when you can kind of do the whole vocal range, that just opens up a whole other, you know, plethora of things. That so. is so cool. And do you ever like when you're with your like family or friends kind of a thing, do you like test out your voices on people? Be like, hey, so I've got this character in mind. What do you think? <laughs> Maybe at the beginning, I don't know, like with my, with my friends though, like they have kids. And so there's a couple of times where like, I've gone to like, you know, like hang out or whatever, or they're telling like their friends and family. I think I was at a, my friend's, um, their son's first birthday and they're telling their family what I did. And they're just like, hey, you should do the voice. And I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Keep the kids entertained, Asia. Keep going. Do it. Do it. <laughs> they're like, we don't need, we don't need to hire. We've got Asia well, in the like, building. I'm on a, yeah, like I'm on a show called Gigantosaurus, and um, it's one of the longer-running shows that I, that I worked on. And I play a rat like Rugo. So for her, she's like, you know, she's a higher-pitched voice, and she has a bit of an attitude to her, like, you know, because she has to, like, hang out with all these dinosaurs, right? So the dinosaur world, and she's got to make her mark on it. And, you know, the kids, like, are watching it, and they would point out, like, oh, look, you know, there's, there's Asia Pui, or there's, like, Auntie Asia. And I'm like, they're going to be so confused. That when they see me, <laughs> that I'm not a rat. <laughs> it's going to throw them off. I can tell you, this is so much fun. All right, though. But I want to talk about especially your nomination, right? Uh, part of the show, Deepa and Anoop. Can you tell us a little bit about just the show and how you came across this opportunity? It's a wonderful show. And I'm not saying that because I am like obviously biased because I'm on it. But so it's a show that is done by Netflix and Mattel. And this is actually the first show that Mattel has ever done that isn't based on a toy property first. Like, so Barbie, I think Hot Wheels is also Mattel and, and a few other things. Like, the toys are popular and then they're like, well, let's, you know, keep the bank rolling and let's do, like, movies and TV shows and all this kind of stuff. So, Deep in Anoop, there is no to- toy line yet. I don't know. Maybe that would be really cool if there is. But this is, like, an original show. And basically, it's about this, you know, this little girl and her elephant and their family, they work at a, a hotel called Mango Manor. And just like how any other kids um, show is, is like, you know, there's like learning opportunities. There's like all these antics that kind of happen where, you know, at the end, you know, something happens, her and Snoop the elephant, you know, they kind of learn throughout this whole uh, journey and process, right? And yeah, so I mean, just like anything um, in our industry, we get a breakdown from our agent. Sometimes gift casting wants something specific. So with this one, 
They specifically wanted South Asian actors for the main lead because they wanted to cast authentically, especially when they're touching on culture and even, you know, referencing like, you know, foods and different like dances and all these kinds of things, right? We were just talking how that pronunciation is really important. So they wanted to cast uh, South Asian actors for the lead. I auditioned for the mom and the, uh, the nanny. And then I got called back for both, which is really cool. And then I I didn't book either of them, but still just going through the pro and that's just the process, right? You get an audition, you hope it it catches someone's ear, it catches somebody's ear, great, they bring you in. And I think you know, I think I did a pretty, you know, good job. I felt pretty good about it. But that's just you know, that just happens, right? And they cast um Anasani who's amazing and Venus Food as Zanani and she's an amazing actress, multi talented. And when Parnani came across they, again, went through my agent and I auditioned for it. And I think they remembered my audition for the Nani. And so because of that, because I, I believe I made a, a good impression with how I handled myself there, they, they cast me for that. So I ended up playing uh, Par Nani in one of the episodes, which was uh, a lot of fun. It was so cool to, uh, to just even be like a part of the show. Like I wanted to be a part of the show in some shape or form. So getting to be just a part of the family, which is really cool was yeah something really really special i think what i really like about the show right i think about like especially when we're all growing up uh we think of the kids shows that we watched we didn't see people who looked like us on the screen mm -hmm. and i think for a lot of desi kids growing up the little babies today when they see a show like deepa and anoop it's a chance for them to not only see themselves but also a way to kind of educate themselves on the culture as well too so how does it feel you know to have like such a show like that out there and be a part of it yeah, I think, again, it's just special. Like, it's something, because even when I was growing up, like, I, it's weird. And I've mentioned this before, like, I never felt that I was different until, like, I was much older, like, almost into maybe my, my late teens and possibly early 20s. Like, I never, and I'm very fortunate because I'm sure that's not the case for others. But, you know, with my family, we're third generation Canadian. My grandma was born to an Indian family out in, in Kelowna. I think they're one of the first Indian families that were out there. And so, yeah, both my parents, they were born and raised here. So, you know, and I still, I still had some cultural influences, of course. But yeah, but growing up, I just never felt like, oh, like I never felt something was missing. But now kind of seeing like, oh, this is so cool. Like not just with Deepa and Anu, but with other shows and and. Kids shows especially are super important because that's kind of where like that learning kind of starts and kids are wicked smart. So if you have this show, it's great for, yes, for, for little brown kids everywhere, but also other kids that are not familiar with the culture. And now there's something that teaches them about like all the different cultural food, some of the dancing and the music styles. So when they do meet kids from other cultures and or kids that don't like quote unquote, like look like them, there's almost like this understanding, which is really cool. And so I think that kind of starts like lessening the gap between like, you know, seeing people as the other or like seeing people as being different from them. I think it's, it's such a it was such an amazing opportunity. I'm just so glad I got to be like a, just a small part of it. And uh, can we get a little bit of a sample of Parnani? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we want to hear that yeah, amazing voice. And of course, that is what got her the nomination. So you'd love to hear a little bit of Parnani. All right. So, yeah. So with my process with her, it's kind of similar to what I did with Ananya. But I think I just made her older because she was a mom's, um, you know, obviously she's a mom's mom. Um, so I kind of started with that kind of voice and kind of brought that in. And then, of course, now we're starting to kind of bring in the accent just a little bit. But not trying to be too forceful with the accent where it becomes like very like, character-y or, or very, I'll, I'll say it, but like very approved sounding. Yes. 
<laughs> right? And yeah, and then I just kind of started like, you know, just like that and be like, oh, Bittia, you don't need to impress me. I'm just happy to see you and spend time with my family. Like, and just kind of have that, you know, she was a, a really interesting character because she, at the beginning of it, she seems very cold. Or, like, because her daughter's just, like, trying to impress her and, like, you know, like, oh, we have to, everything has to be perfect for her, like, as the episode's called, Perfect for Farnani. And then at the end, of course, he's like, oh, like, you know, you don't, why are you so worried? Like, I love you. It's all going to be great. Like, don't worry about it. And, and so, you know, just kind of walking that line of just that, you know, oh, is she, is she as cold as she is? Oh, no, she's just, like, this, like, warm and, 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 and loving person. So, yeah, so that's kind of how I kind of played around with her and, and, and found her in the end. Well, I can see why you got the nomination because it is amazing. And I'm not just saying that. I, I genuinely mean that. And, you know, before I let you go, though, how does it feel to have this nomination? It's nice. In an industry where sometimes you kind of get lost in like, okay, like, am I doing a good job? Like, you know, maybe you don't the phone's not ringing or what have you. And especially now, like the U.S. strike or the SAG strike is was over officially, you know, 12 a.m. this morning. And so that's been rough. Um, on our industry here for sure because we rely so much on the on the U.S. for bringing productions and stuff here. And so sometimes when there's this long stretch of like nothing or you don't really hear from people, you kind of you know you do wonder like the the doubt seeps in. And any any actor, no matter where they are, they will say the same thing. And so to have this, I was like, oh, this is this is really cool. And it's just kind of reaffirming of like, okay, like people are listening, gives me like that little extra boost whenever I feel like I don't know, like am I doing the right thing? It's like no, no keep going and I mean I was fortunate a couple of years ago I got nominated before for the same award but for Super Monsters and that kid was actually it was a little brown boy Rocky so I don't know I think there's something in the water there it sounds yeah. like just keep bringing the brown characters let's do it we we want to keep seeing but, that uh, but Asia it was so nice talking to you thank you so much for your time we really appreciate it and all the best with the nomination thank you once again thanks yeah, so no, much I appreciate it. thank you for having me on you're so welcome you take care okay, bye now we just spoke to Asia Matu, voiceover artist and actress. She's been nominated for Best Performance for Deepa and Anoop episode Perfect for Parnani. This is part of the 12th annual UBCP Actra Awards honoring excellence in film, television, and new media. This is the Morning Buzz on Spice Radio 1200 AM.